Welcome to the after part. Whoops, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were joking. <laughs> Welcome to the incursional party. I don't know, this is probably our second one shot. I think this will drop before Emily's next. Uh, but we are here with Pep McDonald, who so graciously offered to DM for the five of us. Our first chance that all five of us will get to play. Thank you so much, Pep, in advance. Yay, Pep. Ah, the crowd goes wild. Ah. Oh, wow, that was Pep. That was not one of us. <laughs> yes, well, we, uh, I give you the thanks in advance because after this four to who know, however knows how many hours, we may not want to be thanking you afterwards. So yet to be You determined. might not want to talk to us ever again afterwards. <laughs> so, That's Pep, fair. why don't you just quickly uh, tell, tell us who you are and uh, what kind of stuff you like to do. Hey, I'm Pet McDonald. I like long walks on the beach <laughs> and playing Dungeons and Dragons and other board games. You can find me on Instagram or Twitter, and you can also find me on YouTube, where I record videos about board games. Sometimes I play board games by myself. Uh, I've learned over the years to stop saying that I play games with myself. Um, or just play by yourself. Or play, play, with or yourself. play by myself or with myself. Any, any way like that just doesn't sound as good. Uh, yeah, whatever. Do reviews. Uh, right now I'm playing through the Pathfinder Adventure Card Game, which is like D&D, but in a board game form. Which I guess is what D&D already is, so. <laughs> cool. That's great. Yeah, I really do dig your channel. You, you do a wide variety of content, too, on your channel, right? Yeah, pro- probably more than I should be. I should probably find a focus and stick to it, but... Oh, well. Ah, shotgun approach never hurt anybody. Another proud Canadian, too. We are taking over this one shot. <laughs> yes, we've, we now... Uh, I guess we kind of always outnumbered, but Elena, you're like half Canadian. You barely count. Oh. That's true. Okay, well, three and a half Canadians <laughs> three and, and half two and a half Canadians. Americans. <laughs> that sounds like a show. Because I count for half of each. Uh. <laughs> So we're going to quickly launch into a quick and very brief description of each of our characters. Let's start with John. Okay, today I'm playing, well, we're all playing druids, but I'm playing a moon druid, a circle of the moon druid, which is a, a I've not played a druid before, so this is going to be interesting. Uh, it's a Shatterkai elf from the Shadowfey. Um, he is 375 years old and uh, sort of a Dusky gray skin, black hair, lots of uh, tattoos uh, across his arms and his body, uh, piercings um, on his face, his ears, and uh, he followed or follows the Raven Queen and came to the Prime Material Plane to find artifacts and such uh, to give to the Raven Queen. But over time, he has uh, uh, felt that his offerings were not being appreciated so he sort of fell into uh, taking care of himself stayed in the forest for many many years and uh, sort of a recluse and um, recently he has decided to to, um, wander out and and adventure and see more of of the uh, of the world just uh just want to follow up here that uh, leland did say brief (laughs) ah that was brief Oh my god! Yeah, do you want me to read? Want me to read the backstory to you? It's about three pages. I thought that was the backstory. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the front story. That's right. <laughs> Emily. 
Uh, I am also playing a druid. I am a Circle of the Shepherd druid. My name is Kaista Zarn. I am human. Um, light-skinned, light brown hair that is shaved on both sides, and it's long, so kind of like a mohawk mullet kind of thing, I guess. Late 20s-ish. My clan lived in the mountains, in the valley next to the mountains, kind of made a alliance with about half of a goblin clan. Goblins basically had a civil war. The chief of the goblin clan killed my best goblin friend, and now I am on a hunt to kill him. That's how I started adventuring. Very nice. Elena. Okay, so my name is Pyra. I am a Circle of the Wildfire Druid, and I am a Fire Genasi. Is it Genasi or Genasi? I'm just going to say Genasi. I like Genasi, yeah. I am a female with burning red eyes and uh, tousled red flame-looking hairs. Like, just picture, like, short short like wispy flame looking i've got charcoal black skin and it's quite weathered i'm 65 years old which is about middle age for a uh, fire genasi and i i talk like this cuz i'm old and stuff cuz you're middle aged smoked a lot cuz i'm mid yeah, I sound like I smoked, but, you know, I'm a fire genasi, so I, I can't help it. There's smoke everywhere all the time. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. I took the background of uh, far travelers, so, like, my accent, mannerisms, figures of speech things might not correlate with everyone. And I don't know. I don't need to go too far into my backstory. I don't think it'll really come up. But basically, I'm a lone wolf. I'm a little jaded. I'm a little experienced, and I'm going to let you all know that back in the day, I used to have to walk uphill both ways bare feet to school, you know? That kind of thing. In the rain, which is super bad for a fire genasi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in the freezing cold. That's cool. Uh, Bill. So, uh, surprise, surprise, I am a fifth level druid as well. <laughs> My character is Booch. I'll let listeners try and figure out where I got that from. Booch is a turtle, so he's basically a big turtle. Yay. Yeah, I thought Pep would be stoked about that. So is he a turtle or is he supposed to be a tortoise? Well, it's open to interpretation, okay. I think. He's okay. like a human with a shell. Turtle. Yeah, he's got a big shell. He's very chill, very easygoing. He, I mean, his his appearance is pretty much what you'd expect from like a big turtle-looking person. He's got kind of green, lumpy skin, kind of... Uh, weathered. He's got a lot of mushrooms and spory things growing all over his uh, shell, and he is very into his little spore babies that are all growing there. I don't think you said what circle of druid you are, Bill. Yes, he's a circle of spores druid. So yeah, he likes uh, he likes growing stuff on a shell and fermentation, and um, he's he's just here to chill. Very nice. Well, I am playing a water genasi uh, by the name of Hydratia, who uh, she's she's kind of on the young side for a genasi. She's about 30. She grew up in a port city, not a drop, and uh, just lived life as a, a simple stable girl, loved tending to the, the horses and the other animals, and has a, a much of a, a kinship with, with aquatic life as well. Uh, I'm just a, I'm your run-of-the-mill circle of the land, specifically coastal druid that's it 
Oh, at my description, I suppose, uh, Water Janice, she's, she's got uh, kind of aquamarine colored skin, dark green hair. Her ears are kind of almost like fins themselves kind of thing. Um, her eyes are, are really, really deep Ooh. blue. She's hot as hell. That's what she is. Ear fins. <laughs> I like it. Oh, I forgot. Booch, actually, uh, this is important. He, he doesn't have any hair, but he does have a bit of lichen that is growing um, that has started on his, his upper lip and is extending down and starting to hang off of his, his turtle face. And it's kind of like a mustache, but it's lichen that he's you? just, he's he's happy to let it, it chill there and hang out. <laughs> like, yeah, like a awesome. little, little moss beard. It's a little yes, experiment. Exactly. <laughs> My character is uh, Pep. I'm a level 100 <laughs> DM. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm wearing a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> yep. You are. Sure is. He's got his quarter staff ready. That's true. If I if I strike it against something, it turns into a, a gargantuan sized tortoise. I, I think I can answer your question, Bill, about the turtle or the tortoise. Uh do you have a swim speed? He does. That's have a, a great speed. question, uh Pat. I I'm pretty sure you have a swim speed. It's pretty fast, too, if I remember. I can hold my breath for an hour, um, so that's cool. Oh, that's cool. I remember that. Underwater. What? Your character can hold your breath for a long time? <laughs> he can hold his breath for a really, really, really long time. <laughs> he had to make sure to tell you guys that. But... Uh, I think Hydration and Boots are going to get along pretty well. Sweet. Uh, it doesn't say anything about a swim speed under uh, features and traits. Hold hold breath, natural armor, shell defense. Shell defense! Nope. Yeah, so Booch, uh, he can withdraw into his shell and become pretty hard Turtle to time. damage. Uh, no, he doesn't have a swim speed, so he must be a tortoise. He must be a tortoise, yeah. And honestly, I, I'm I'm feeling the tortoise uh, more so than anything else. Yeah, tortoises are more specifically my favorite. Uh, I, li- I tell people I like turtles, but that's because most people just see a turtle as a turtle. They don't really want to get into the etymology so oh. i just assumed it was the other Look way around this. which is why i was trying to draw the distinction just so uh was trying to make sure the dm wasn't playing favors with a maybe turtle but maybe tortoise so i guess it worked out in bill's favor after all <laughs> damn it I'll, I'll tell everyone ahead of time that's listening uh bill is 100 my favorite character and he's, <laughs> he's gonna be babied it, like bill has one get out of yes. death free card if something were to kill bill i'm just gonna say it doesn't happen like, the monster will vanish, whatever I need to ensure that Booch survives at least once. Yes, I love it. Kill Bill, volume one and two. Oh, Kill Bill. All right, well, let's get into her. Take take the reins there, Pat. Let's get into it. All right. Um, I, I guess a little bit of bookkeeping stuff right at the start. Uh, first of all, I believe this might be the first time that you're all playing with Leland as a character. So uh, I'm just going to tell you ahead of time, you don't have to try to get him killed just because he's normally your DM. <laughs> just treat him like he's one of the rest of you. <laughs> his life. I'm no different from you plebeians now. Yeah. His life is just as important. If you want to stab him at some point just to make sure his character bleeds, you know, feel free. <laughs> if you prick me, do I not bleed? Yeah. Do you bleed like sw- uh, like salt water or something, though? That's a good question. I I picture it as being kind of a greeny, liquidy kind of thing. Uh, I did give everybody some preloaded magic items, just because you're a relatively enough high level. You've been adventuring. Uh, It's up to you if you want to discuss some of them now, or if you'd rather just pull them out in the middle of the session and surprise people. I don't openly speak about my magic weapons. 
<laughs> no, I think I would I think keep we'll just most of that out. to myself. Yeah, yeah, we'll pull them out later. Booch is, is, is game to talk about anything that anybody wants to talk about, but I'll go with the flow ever, since everyone else isn't discussing them. All right. Uh, well, we're pretty much ready to start. Uh, the one thing that I want to tell you ahead of time is that there are going to be some audio clips playing. I'm not going to play them again, so feel free to talk over them if you want. But if you miss something, you miss something. If something goes wrong, I will play something again. But if something is supposed to play and you know you're interrupting it, it's your fault, not mine. So. <laughs> okay. That's not directed at anyone in particular. No. Probably <laughs> directed at me, but thanks. <laughs> I get it. Uh, if you if you do desperately need me to stop it for like an out of character reason, feel free to like make no like wave your hands like no wait or something but in character if you're talking you're talking over it and like i said it's your own fault if, if your character misses it at that point okie dokie that's fair um other than that normally if i'm trying to run something like this i'd give people some heads up uh make sure not to talk over each other because we're doing it over stream and whatnot but as you're all part of a podcast i'm sure you understand that all pretty well you'd think <laughs> We are aware that that's what it's supposed to be like. Yes. We we are better a year later at reading when each other are done speaking. Yeah, you you saying it again is not going to make us any better. But thanks. Well, I remember even sitting right next to Bill. I thought he was done talking. And I figured out that he's never done talking. Just give him another minute. You have to wait until he stops to breathe. And then you, you jump in there. <laughs> yeah, Bill's already started. We just haven't heard it yet. I liked this more when we were ragging on Elena. Um, oh yeah, come on. Um, but in case anybody ever again needs like some sort of a break or an interruption, you know, if people are talking and you really need to like, feel free to wave because we can all see each other on video. So just you know, wave if someone's really like talking forever and you're like, shut up, it's my turn. Yeah, that probably won't happen. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, I've set the scene with all of you, but I guess I can set the scene for everybody listening. And so you're all an uh, adventuring party. We'll say you've been together um, at least a couple of months, uh, maybe close to a year at this point. Um, you're all level five, and you're all druids for some reason. It's, it's probably the most imbalanced party possible. I don't know why everyone wanted to be a druid, but I accepted it under the stipulation that you all were different <laughs> circles, and you agreed to it, so... Because it's funny. Yeah. Is it not funny? No, it's it's great. Uh, technically, the druid of all the classes <laughs> is probably, like, the class that would easily be able to most cover pretty much every role. Like, one of you could heal. One of you could throw some offensive spell damage. One of you could be a tank. I don't know if you actually planned your characters in that way, so this should be interesting. There was no we, planning. Yeah, we did not. No. Yeah. <laughs> this is incorrigible style, baby. So we'll, we'll see how that happens. But yeah, you've been traveling together a while, enough that you probably don't know everything about each other, but you'd have you know your nice little stories and whatnot. And you're going from uh, town A uh, to town B, we'll call them. Very creative town names in this universe. <laughs> and uh, you stop for the night. You know, you had time to chat. Uh, Kitst whipped out her snake, and Pyra whipped out her scary fire demon just so they could have some air and, and hang out. <laughs> and Yeah, that doesn't count as my wild shape, does it? No. <laughs> oh, yeah, you can only do that so many times per day, right? Yeah. Oh, that's fair. 
Well, you you didn't do it the day before, so we'll count that as that the previous days. Yeah, but yeah, so you, you stopped, you rested, uh, everybody took turns during the night, all that jazz. Uh, I, I'm just going to assume you don't want to roleplay hanging around the camp, but I'll give you that option if you really want to. I mean, um, we're just traveling from town A to town B because we, we don't have any particular reasoning at this point. We're just traveling. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Just looking for work, uh, essentially. I can't wait to get to B. <laughs> it's uh, I hear there's a lot of good uh, good places to eat there. You know, um, speaking of eating, uh, anyone got an objection to to me making a bit of a fire here, throwing a pot on, maybe a, pluck a couple of these juicy tangy little spore babies, throw them in, some nice umami, some tangy. I could eat. Go It'll be for good. It. Yeah, let's, let's see what you can cook us up. Okay. I prefer the yellow spores. Those have been uh, the delicious in the past. I like how you chop them up and add in the little spices. Yeah, yeah, okay. I can do that. And there's some water nearby, so, you know, you got plenty of water for whatever kind of stew you're going to make. <laughs> yeah, that water. <laughs> yeah, it, it, I mean, you got to have the right amount of water, and don't forget to add a little bit of salt. Just a little, yeah. No salt, no good. I mean, there, there was that one time you put way too much salt in, and it, I, could, I just couldn't eat it. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, it, it happens. I don't take any offense. Boots, you got any meat? I don't want no spores for breakfast. I want some meat. I need some protein. Yeah, you know what? Actually, I have got some dried kind of... You'll love it. It's It's... It's also a little bit tangy, but but no spores. Don't don't worry about the spores. You got fermented meat. Well, why do you always gotta ferment everything? Come how on, old is it? Cause that that one time the stuff you used, I think it was a little off. It what did? It's Tuesday. Is it Tuesday? No, it's Thursday. I think it's about nine ten days. It's been drying out. It it should be fine. I I take it and I eat the dried fermented. He didn't even say what kind of meat it was. I just eat it. <laughs> you want to make me a survival check, Bill? Yeah, absolutely. You're going to poison us with your spores. <laughs> Starting off strong. That's a nat 20. Whoa. Oh. You probably are also skilled in that. I would have a plus 7 to that. Wow. Well, then, <laughs> this fermented meat is delicious and nutritious. Oh yeah. How is it, Pyra? Oh, it's the best dried meat I've ever had. You gotta you gotta make me some more of this, Poochie. Well, I've I've got some that's that's hanging out. It's not ready yet, but it, there'll be another batch in a few days. Alright, sounds good. Alright, so as you're uh looking over the fire, chewing on some of uh Booch's meat. <laughs> There's there's a whistle and a thunderous boom, and you're startled by a bright flash of light nearby. Whoa, whoa, whoa what, what was that? Did y'all see that? Any of you guys slinging lightning over there? Hydratia, you doing spells over there? I am having much fun in this river. You're not sp- sp- slinging lightning or something? Perhaps we should investigate. 
Yeah, so the the light was pretty close behind you, um, just back away from the river towards the woods. I'll stand up, pick up my staff, and slowly walk that direction. Same, I'll go with them. I yeah. will watch them go. I, I'm going to go as well. I'm curious. As as I walk, I'll be, of course, looking around, looking up into the air to see if there's any uh, anything moving, any sounds, anything that might alert me. Uh, nothing that you notice, uh, but on the ground you do notice that there's a small crater. Um, again, not very far away, only about 30, 40 feet from the camp. Is there any noise coming from the crater? Any any unique sounds, or is it uh, smoke? There's a little bit of smoke coming out, because it, it looks like the crater was just made, you know, uh, like 30 seconds ago. And if you do get closer, you notice there's a little bit of a glow in the center of the crater. I would like to inspect what is glowing. Uh, it looks like there's a little orb, uh, about the same size as, like, a gemstone. Uh, is it hot? Uh, it does not appear to be. Do you touch it, or do you just, uh, like, kind of reach your hand near it to N- check the Near heat? to see if it's hot first. Yep, yeah, no, it doesn't seem like it's hot. I'm going to take my staff and kind of nudge it. Do you think it's wise to touch this thing? It's not hot. It doesn't do anything whenever you prod at it with your staff. It's not moving. This is pretty funky, if you ask me. I mean, what? where did this come from? I'll reach down and pick it up. Uh, so as soon as you touch it and you, you pull it into your hand, a semi-translucent figure of a well-dressed but slightly disheveled wizard appears before you and begins to speak. Hot dog. Where'd you come from? If you're watching this recording, it means that I'm dead. Or bored. Maybe even just lonely. Either way, my secret laboratory is uh, yours for the picking. Uh, If you happen to find out who killed me, though, that'd be really nice, maybe. Report it to the authorities. That'd be... That'd be swell. Okay, so what you need to do is you need to crush this pearl here. Yeah, make sure anyone who's coming with you is standing within about a 10-foot radius, give or take. And uh, you should appear in my laboratory. Mind you, if I did die, or I'm bored, there's going to be some traps set up that I likely wouldn't have disarmed. So... You're going to have to find your way around those. But, uh, don't worry. I'll give you some sort of reward. Alright. Anybody have any questions? Where is your lab? Yeah, no, obviously yeah. I can't yeah. respond to you. <laughs> I just, I, I recorded this at some point, so I don't know why you asked questions. Oh, this guy's a trickster. But, oh, uh, great. Thanks. And, uh... I hope I see you soon. Not if you're dead. <laughs> or, I'll, or at least you'll see me. Okay, then. I like him. He, he, he sounds like a good so, time. So everybody heard that, right? This is strange. Yes. Uh, this this pearl would somehow has properties of teleportation or to take us to this laboratory. Do you feel that this is a sensible thing to do. He said there'd be a reward. Yes, but 
Only a fool tests the depths of a river with both feet. Is this wise? How much is the reward? He didn't say. And what if he's just bored? He did seem to mess with you a little bit. I'm I'm pretty good at finding traps, and I mean, maybe he could have all sorts of herbs and spices and ingredients in his lab. I think it'd be a good time. Yes. I have nothing better to do, and we can go to B anytime. I'm sure there's lots of stuff there that we want. I didn't even want to go to B. I'm in. I suppose with the excellent fermented meat from Booch, the meals in B are not quite as urgent as they were. So, crashy, crashy. I was just being nice, really. (laughs) The mushroom stuff sort of sucks. Uh, That's very rude. My score babies (laughs) have been tended to and been growing for a long time, and, and... I think they're delicious. You know, if the wizard's dead, there's probably a stockpile of food in his tower where, in his lab, that would be just perfect for us to eat. Perhaps he has some pets that are unattended if he was murdered that could need tending to. Oh, goodness, I thought you were going to say we're going to eat the pets. (laughs) Not at all. It is bad enough we are eating Booch's babies. Agreed. Agreed on that Oh, no, the... These spore babies, they're they're meant for eating. They they multiply and they they sporulate and they they you know they do their thing. They hang out. Don't don't worry about eating them. I say we do it, Pyra. Yeah. Come hither. I. We'll crush the pearl when she gets here. I'm coming. I didn't specifically say it, but I assumed everyone just kind of like realized that after the the voice stopped talking, like the projection went away. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so he's not just like standing there looking at you, looking back and forth or anything. <laughs> he recorded this for a long time after he was done with all the pertinent information. We're all gathered around this little crater. Forgot to hands. turn the, the magic camera off. He's watching TV for a while. Uh, I crush it. Our, do we have all our gear? Are we ready to try this? I'm ready. Pyra, Hydratia, ready? Yeah, I'm already holding your hand. What do you want me to do? Yes. Crush it. Crush. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a brief DM break here to point out that the party of five druids just left a lit fire. I was thinking about <laughs> that. I was just saying, like... Before teleporting away. <laughs> I ain't no smoking the bear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll call that strike one. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> How many streams? Oh, put it on the screen so we'd see it too. That's probably uncharacteristic for Booch. He, he would he always pours some water on the on the fire before he leaves. That's fair. It's like when people throw things like daggers, and then it's like, well, you didn't say you picked it up. It's like I assume I pick up the weapons that I throw. Come on. <laughs> so as the pearl shatters, a magical energy begins to swirl around you. Your surroundings shift, and suddenly. You're in a small stone room, which is empty except for a large stone door to the north and faintly glowing runes on the floor to the south. And as soon as you arrive, before any of you really have any chance to discuss anything, um, a voice begins to speak as if it's just coming from the walls themselves. Welcome. You decided to come visit. That's, uh, That's great. So if you happen to have that secret handy word I told you, that'll protect you from all my deadly traps just feel free to say it now 
and uh, I'll see you soon. If not, I have to assume you're some sort of intruder, and uh, you won't like what I do to intruders. I mostly just annoy them until they leave, but for you I might have to make an exception, so good luck. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but he didn't give us a secret word. That seems like an important piece of information he could have left in his recording. All that time he was just standing there. Let's think back to what he did say. He did say he had a secret password. Is is that was that correct? Did he say password? Yeah, that's the word he used, password. Maybe that is the password. It'd be very incorrigible of him. We could we could give it a try. Probably doesn't hurt. Well, seeing you, you've said the word password a few times, nothing's happened. Ah, right. Okay, who brought the dictionary? What, you want to just go through the whole dictionary saying every word, hoping one I of them I can works? speed read! Come on! I think we're just going to have to make our way cautiously through here, looking for traps as we go, and hoping nothing kills us. Alright, I'm just gonna keep saying random words, though you never know it could work. Okay, that, uh, okay. Come, Quat. <laughs> the door opens! <laughs> <laughs> Not actually. So, what does this door look like? The door itself is covered in thin grooves, which are carved into the stone, and it also has a lock on the door, which seems to be made up of four small dials, each of which can rotate between the numbers one through four. And I made a little picture for you. Ah. Ah, you knew we wouldn't get the password. <laughs> Baconator! Didn't work. Baconator didn't work. <laughs> no. <laughs> Let me quickly take a look at... Ah, I'll just pick a random person. Um, Booch. You happen to notice on the floor behind you... There was like the, the runes carved into the floor. Uh, there's also the word exit carved into the floor. Okay. So exit is where in relation to the runes? It looks like it's like a, a circle of runes. Yeah, the, the, the word exit is just kind of right here. It's just like right in front of it on the floor. Oh, okay. So it's between me and this circle of runes. Yeah. It looks like hmm. a label of some sort. <laughs> well, guys... Um... I can't help but notice that it says exit right here uh, by these runes. I suspect we don't want to step into these runes. It, you know, might get a little zappy zap and bing bang. Next thing you know, we're out of here. Okay, don't step in the circle. How do we open the door? That's a great question. Um, what are the numbers on... Is there any, like, uh, is there a line or something where you line up a number, like, on the top to, you know, when you put the numbers on there, you can see which ones you've chosen? Yeah, yeah, it looks a lot like a modern lock essentially would. The idea that, like, you flip through the numbers and then there's the little line that they all match up on. What number is it currently on? Oh, that's, uh, that's a good question. Let's say it's on two... One, one, one. Ah, thought it was going to be 2112. Great Rush album. 
Canadian band. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I'm fresh out of ideas. <laughs> any of you got any ideas? Yeah, can I look around the room, Pat? What do I see? Anything? No, the the first room that you're in here is is all pretty featureless, just uh, very well cleaned stone, the the circle of ruins and the door itself. So the lock has four dials. Yep. Each dial has a one through four. Yep. Look at the lines on the door. Okay. They go one, three, two, four. One, three, two, four. One, three, two, four. Oh my gosh. You're right. One, three, two, one. One, three, two, four. One, three, two, four. One, three, two, one. Why is there a one that's one? I don't. I think this is the order in which you must turn the dials. Well, what do we do first? One, three, two, four. So we have to set the dot, the lock. One, two, three, four, five times. That seems to be, if we use your rationale, yes. Okay, uh, Booch, since you, uh, you got the best armor on there, why don't you play with the lock? Yeah, I'm, no problem. That's a good idea. Just don't forget the dang numbers. We tell you, do it. What we tell you, one, three, two, four. All right. So I'm gonna. Booch is gonna go up and adjust, adjust the numbers to be one, three, two, four. See if that works. The lock clicks and the door loosens, feeling as if it is free to open. Ah, uh, that a boy, Booch. Hey, look at that. Believe that could be attributed to Kaista. I mean, okay, Kaista. Kaista, Kaista. <laughs> yeah, we're all friends here. Well, some of us are. You're not wow. friends with us? I'm friends with some. I, I won't push any further, but I will uh-huh. push Booch in the door. This got real, real fast. Yeah, let, let's go see what's in here. After you. All right, so Booch walks ahead. As you open the door, it reveals a short hallway, which is wide enough to walk to a breast. Another stone door stands at the end of the hall. Ah. And the voice again begins to speak. Congratulations on making it through the front door. If uh, you're hearing this, it means that you didn't speak the secret word. So uh, you're going to keep hearing these recordings until either you die or you leave. Yeah, whichever one is, is good for me. I mean, if you leave, probably less blood I need to clean up, so that'd be great. But, uh, otherwise, you know, have fun, you know, enjoy, enjoy. If, uh, tell me, if you, if you reach me, you'll have to tell me how, how you like the traps. It's, uh, I'm pretty proud of myself, I have to say. Okay, I think, uh, what's this second, I'm gonna actually go into the hallway. What's this, uh, second door look like? Uh, this stone door just is Relatively featureless. Doesn't appear to be locked either. Doesn't seem to have a lock on it. Uh, can I do an investigation check uh, above and below? Uh, sort of look around to see if there's anything that's going to fall from the ceiling, walls that'll cave in, floor that will fall out from under us, that type of thing. So specific. Uh, but yeah, yes. no, go go ahead. Which, what do you want? Uh, per- uh, perception? Uh, no, investigation. investigation. Yeah. You're okay. being very specific, so that sounds like more of an investigation. Okay. <laughs> Uh, that's gonna be a 15. Okay, yeah, no, doesn't appear to be. Seems like very normal stone, 
Does anyone here know how to detect or find traps? Uh, we've not been in a situation like this before that I recall. I, I can, but I can't do it all that often. So I don't know. Do you guys think this is a... I know he just mentioned traps, but this looks like a just a normal door. I can cast a spell to find traps. I can use my wand and maybe see if there's any kind of uh, magical force around. Oh yeah, I forgot you had that wand. Use it. Okay, I'll pull out my wand of detection and see if there's anything magic. Yes. Obviously, you look and point it at all the people and you recognize all the normal magic glowy parts that everybody has in various places. You also notice that the walls themselves glow with a faint amount of magic. Um, the door doesn't, though. The door doesn't appear to be magic, but concerningly, the the walls have a bit of magic in them. Might I suggest we attach something to the handle and go into the other room, open the door, and maybe set off this trap without injuring any of us? Is the, is the door a push or a pull? Do you push it oh, open or pull a, it open? I'm gonna guess that's a, a question. pull. I'm going to say it's a pull, yeah. Because then the walls can crush you. And uh, is there, there's like no gap around it? It's pretty... Yeah, it's it's pretty flush. Um, I'll make note too, because Detect Magic is supposed to tell you the school of the magic if you like kind of sit there and look at it. Um, and the school of the magic on the sides of the walls is illusionary. Mm. Uh-huh. When I was searching the walls, I did touch the walls in some way. Did anything seem odd when I did? Those, those searches? Uh, nope. Do any of you have Knowledge Arcana by any chance? Or just Arcana? I, I, I don't know why I call it Knowledge Arcana. You mean proficiency? I don't, in I don't have proficiency, yeah. no. No. Well, then I won't have you roll any dice. <laughs> so I'll take out my rope, tie it to the handle cautiously without touching the handle with my actual hands. Sure. So I to try to slide it through, tie it, and then walk back into the hallway. All right, yeah. Hydration and I never went into the room. Booch, you coming back? Yeah, yeah. I, I guess it, it, it's good to be safe. Once, once everyone's out, let's see if anything happens. And I pull the rope. Yeah, no, door just opens. <laughs> what, what do we see beyond uh, the, the doorway? What, what seems to be it? What can we see into the room? On the other side. You're a little bit far back, but you can see it opens into uh, a room that is very well-worn, heavily cracked, burned, chipped, etc. Um, again, you, you're not super close, so you can't tell finer details, but it looks like a very large room that it opens into, though. Does not look inviting in there. I will walk up to the door handle and untie my rope, put it back and my pouch or my bag and look into the room from the doorway. Yeah, Booch will, Booch will go up with him as well. So although I haven't uh, specifically said it at this point, um, all the rooms are magically lit somehow. Like the rooms are, are lit up. If anything is otherwise, I will tell you. But yeah, so it, uh, as I mentioned, the, the room that you're looking into, you get a much bigger view of it now. And it is, again, quite a large room. 
Um, so yeah, the the floor and the walls are all very heavily cracked, burned, chipped, stained. Um, some areas of the floor are clean, and most of the floor is covered in small circular stones. And they're all of, of different colors. Um, I notice none of you have, have actually stepped into the room yet, but... You can see that from, from the doorway, anyway. I will walk in, as will Booch. Uh, Booch and Delano, 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 <laughs> notice as they walk in that there is something carved on the floor. Uh, in a language that we can understand and read? Yes, it's just in common. And What does it say? I have it there for you if you want to read it as your character. Ah. Hey, we've found some text here on the floor. It, it says, the key is three. Never more, never less. You have to work together to pass this test. Black is the one you'll find safest to step. Blue is two, if you, you're careful, I bet. Orange you'll find is the safest of the three, but purple is worth negative two at least. There isn't even purple, that's pink. <laughs> that, that could be part of the test. So don't step on the purple pink. Orange is good. Blue is okay. Black is good. But only three of us can be at the in the room at once. Well, it says the key is three. So and also that we need to. It says never more, never less. Well, we can't individually step on three places at once. Aren't the orange pieces kind of looking like skulls? That's scary. They're just trying to fool you. How's that the it's best? It's like reverse psychology. Right. You three go first. I'm not going first. This, I mean, this riddle doesn't make much sense to me. It says that black is safest, and then blue is safe, and then orange is safest. I think three of us could go into the, into this room at once, or be on the floor at once. Uh, we can step on the black, blue, and orange at one time. Does it have to be a black, blue, and an orange? Well, black you'll find is the safest to step. Let's see. And I step off onto the black one. Closest to me. Anyone else doing anything while he's doing that? Wait, don't, don't three have to be at the same time? Oh, well, we're going to find out. Yeah, I think Booch didn't have enough time to react. So let's let's see what happens when Delano steps onto black. All right. Uh, so as soon as you step onto the black, about like half a second passes with nothing, and then various darts shoot out from the walls and a couple from the floor. You think too, all over the room. Some really far in the distance, like some way up uh, over, like over here. I guess doing the the clicking and pinging is weird whenever it's going to be audio. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, in the distance. Uh, but one of them actually does ping you and manages to hit you. And you take two damage. All right. I'll step back off. Ah, oh, Dono, you okay? So three must have to be at simultaneous. Yes. So, Boots, you, you step up on that black one, and I'll step on diagonally up on that black one, and I'll go on this black one. Well, Delano, you go on that black one. And we'll do it all at the same time and we'll see what happens. Okay. I'm I'll I'll step onto one. Okay, ready? 
Please, I, I hold on one second. I believe if one steps on black, the second onto a blue, and the third onto an orange. Yes, that may be the the trick to this. You think we each have to be on a different color? Yes. Okay, well, I'll go on this orange one next to me then. I will do the black one I previously stepped on. Good idea, Hydratia. I like the way you think, girl. Hydratia, will you step on the blue? I shall, yes. Make sure it's only three of you. You know I'm not doing it. All right. I move. What? Duh! Count! I, <laughs> I jump over onto the orange. <laughs> well, well I, we all look at each other, shake our head, and step. I'm going to make note here, too, because uh, the picture isn't exactly clear on, on the room here. The, um, the, the spaces that you're essentially stepping onto that have these plates, each plate is only large enough, basically, for one person to step on. If you really wanted to make an acrobatics check to have, like, two people try to balance on it, you could. But the point being is that there's lots of floor area that you could step on if you don't want to step on a plate, too. Ah, okay. So like this this one right here has no plate, you can just step on it. Yeah. Right. And even the square that you're on standing on right now, technically in theory, if you wanted to say that you stepped onto that square without actually stepping right on the plate, then you could also do that. Okay. Don't overthink that though. I'm just telling you ahead of time, just in case you it helps, but yeah. So I, I think theoretically we're trying to see if we all three step on these, there will be no trigger. Uh, there is a trigger, however. Delano, uh, none of the darts happen to pass anywhere near you, but the darts are kind of flying around all over the place, and it looks like more darts than whenever you stepped on the one alone. Um, but, uh, Kist and Hydratia, uh, you two, unfortunately, are taking a little bit of damage. Well, three each. The darts just kind of skim you. And, and as we stand on it after the darts have have went, nothing else happens. Doesn't seem to be, nope. That that didn't seem to work. Maybe you all gotta do the same color at the same time. Like Kaista said. Shall we all try standing on a black one, then? There's, there's black ones next to all of us. Perhaps the tiles each have a value. Meaning? Mm. The key is three. Perhaps ah. not necessarily three activations. Hydratia, that's I like your thinking. Maybe black is worth one. Blue is also safe, but it's only but it's worth two instead of one. Yes, because it says blue is two. Spelled differently, but an orange is the safest of the three. Yeah, I don't understand <sighs> orange. It does say Very one, good. two, three. Four does, and purple doesn't say four, but... Or, you can only step on the plates that are in a grouping of three. Because there are some that are in a grouping of four. And some that are fewer. Oh, snap, you young chickens, you figure this out. I'm just gonna chill back here. I can't. I fried my brain cells years ago. Hydratia, you're currently on a blue one, yes? Yes. So... Black and blue, if you step off, there should be no problem. I'm on black and Hydratia's on blue, right? So that would be three. Black is one and blue is two. No, well, that's not what I'm saying, but okay, what, I don't know what you're trying. What you're saying makes no sense. 
But no. how do you factor in orange if it's the safest of the three? They all say they're the safest. So it looks like someone stepped off. Are the other people actually staying on there? I'm staying yeah. on, yeah. Yeah, the black okay. and the blue. Nothing happens. Okay, so black is one, blue is two, orange is three. So you can, at any given time, you can stay on as long as the total is three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So right now, black and blue is equals three. So now I should be able to step, and I will, from this black one to this black one. Yep, nothing happens. And it doesn't matter about three people anymore. Yeah. And I'll continue moving to the blue to my right as well. Yep, nothing happens. All right, so now the next step I can take is off on something that has nothing on it, but at the same time, someone will have to step onto something to oh, a black one. I got you, Delano. Booch is your man. I'm going to move up to this blue again, yep. maintaining three, and then I'll step onto the orange while you step off. Okay. And I'll step up, and he steps on. Uh, she steps on the orange. We good? Got it. Yep. Okay. So shall we? Shall we get two of us across at a time? It'd make things much simpler. The <laughs> yeah, I c- I'll chill here. I'm in no rush. Take your so time. So purple is negative two. So I can go over to black. Let's see here. We can help you back here too. Just tell us what to step on. I can step forward one. No problem, because it's still a blank to a blank, and right. you're still on three. I'll step up onto this one, and you step onto the blank space. Okay, you step onto the orange, all right? Yep. I'm on the orange to the blank. I'm on the nothing. Then you can step up one. I will step to off to here, and you step on the orange. I'll step up one, and you step onto the orange, so okay. it's three. I will step up one again, and then onto the orange, and you can do onto the blanks. Yeah. And then move up again. This is some good podcast content. Yeah, I know. It's hard to describe. (laughs) Now we need some help from the others. We are at a point. Yes. Perhaps I, I shall move to my left to get onto this other orange as you follow behind me onto the unoccupied spaces I can uh yes so Hydratia moves to the orange I move over behind on the two blanks yeah you just come right up behind me and we'll really like start yeah. start this train so I'm gonna step off again while you step onto my orange yep I'm onto the orange Ooh, step onto his orange mm-hmm. and again we can just kind of we can go a little we bit can sort of just up. follow each other yeah, yeah exactly, all the exactly. way all right and so onto the orange and off of the orange, so we're just sort of switching. Now we're stuck. No, I can go onto this orange here, and you can move forward all the way up. Oh, yeah, okay. Now you can go up one more. Right. And then step over onto step that back orange. Step this orange, okay. Yeah. And I will go all the way to here. And then you hop on a blue, I get on a black. Yep, blue and black. And we jump off. And we both get off. You guys are going to the door and not this little thing of mystery in the corner. Well, we're, we're a little closer now. We're probably not really paying attention until we're on safe ground, I imagine. Right. Okay, that's true. That's, that's very fair, yeah. So, in the corner, especially now that it's been brought up, uh, you see a section of the floor that's almost perfectly clean. Uh, there's two rolled up scrolls laying against the corner wall. And because you're also there, the door ahead of you is featureless, although it has a few scratches and burns that, that probably happened from random shrapnel. You noticed as you were passing by as well, as I mentioned, a lot of the room was damaged, but you noticed some very specifically 
heavily damaged sections. So are you going to make us all three go across the room? <laughs> I think we will have to. I don't think one person could make it across by themselves. You guys can go, and if you need any negative twos, we can step off onto the purple. All right, time for you kids to do your arithmetic. And that'll also allow us to get to the scroll. If I go onto this black one, and Pyra, you go onto that blue one next to you. All right, black and blue. Ready? One. Go, yeah, go. <laughs> Two, three. Okay. Okay, and then every so so Booch, you can get onto a purple, and while you do that, I'll step onto a blue, and they basically cancel each other out. And we'll All get right. the three. Of, we'll get the three of you moving. We'll get Booch we'll is going to shuffle three of us, forward yeah. onto the purple. I think at this point, it's pretty clear that the group uh, has the whole thing pretty much solved. So I won't make you go through. It's it's very clear that you understand, and without any mistakes, there's not really anything exciting for us to talk about other than just having you walk across. So I would like to, at some point, go across with the negative twos to get to the scroll, though. Okay. I uh, if you want to, do you want to wait till they get over before you do that? Actually, there's not a lot of room to stand, so. Yeah, I think I would go ahead over. Uh, as they are going through the puzzle, whenever they needed a negative two, I would stand on it. Oh, right. very that clever, kind of very thing. clever. Okay, um, so actually, if you just want to set all of you somewhere in the middle of the room about, like, while he's doing it kind of thing. Oh, shoot. <laughs> I'd preferably like to be somewhere away from where all the fire and shrapnel is going to be. Where would that be? <laughs> uh, it, it doesn't look like there's one of those spots, unfortunately. <laughs> All right. Freaking Bill, man. Uh, but yeah, so you, as you approach the scrolls, <laughs> um, you're pretty sure you hear a click underneath your feet, and then a large waft of gas pours out from the wall in front of you, and I need you to make a, a constitution saving throw. All of us. Everybody? No, just you. Oh. Okay. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna have everybody else make a different kind of. <laughs> well, I rolled a one. Oh no! Oh, no. Plus two, your modifier. Don't forget. So uh, you're yeah, quite surprised. I got a three total. You're, you're you're so surprised by the gas coming in that you <gasps> you breathe in in surprise and you just pull it all in. <laughs> That's awful. Oh, I love this. I love that we're all playing together. <laughs> <laughs> It's actually not so bad. You only take eight damage, um, but you do—you don't feel good. You're—you're you're pretty sure your body is uh, poisoned in some way. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> um, the scrolls are right there in front of you, though. All right. So I'll sort of hack a bit, spit a little bit onto the floor, and uh, slowly put my foot onto the next tile before the scrolls push down on it lightly and then reach over and grab the scroll that's looked nasty Delano my best friend are you fine I I feel a little bit ill but I'll be alright uh and so while he's doing that uh I'm gonna need the rest of you all to make reflex saves uh dexterity saving throws yeah what is this 3e crap I know. Slips in. <laughs> uh, I got a 15. Does Shakara have her aura out? <laughs> I got a 16. 15. Booch has an adjusted 20. Ooh. Oh, well then. Uh, I assume none of you have the ability to avoid half damage, but uh, you all definitely avoid most of the damage. 
as various flames shoot out from all over the place, Ooh. kind of in tandem with the gas coming out of the wall. Is it fire damage? It is fire damage. You're resistant or immune? I assume you're resistant. Resist. Okay. Uh, so it is eight damage for everyone, so four damage for everyone, but only two for you, Alana. Alana? Elena? Yeah, oh, there you go. You got it. <laughs> Third time's a charm. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's almost as hard as Kite-za. You don't need to take any damage, though, Leland. You're in the quote-unquote safe zone. Oh, cool. my gosh. Also, turtle-like reflexes, man. Those turtle reflexes. Those turtle reflexes. Hero in a half shell. Turtle power. Uh, and because he immediately decided he wanted to reach forward and push down on another pressure plate to grab the scrolls. Goodness gracious. I'm going to need another fortitude save from John. That would be constitution. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope that those are two scrolls of cure poisonous. 14. That one is much better. So this time you manage to close your mouth in time as uh, like you, you kind of anticipate it might be coming. So maybe you already have your fingers over your nose too. Mm -hmm. That sounds, yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you grab the scrolls just fine though. And that's our, ah, uh, whatever. Hey, incorrigibles. Incorrigibleites. Definitely not Lelanders. Thanks for listening. We all super appreciate you following along with our adventure. If you could take a few seconds to rate us on iTunes or wherever you listen to us, that would be great. We'd love your feedback, and it really helps our show grow. And if you like us, recommend us to a friend. If you hate us, recommend us to a friend, or share us on social media. Leland's got so much more up his sleeves, and it's a totally original homebrew. We would love to have more friends following along. We'd love to interact with you guys on Twitter at IncorrigibleParr. On Instagram and Facebook, we're at IncorrigibleParty. All our socials can be found on IncorrigibleParty.com. And on our site, you can get merchandise, character info, world lore, etc. This podcast was sponsored by Critical Hit Design at CriticalHitDesign.com. Thanks to Tabletop Audio for allowing us to use any ambient sounds or music during our show. Intro and outro by Josh Jarvis. Contact him at jamesmercymusic at gmail.com for inquiries. Catch you next time!